If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Where do I get sex toys? The answer is discreetadultlife.com. D-I-S-K-R-E-T, adultlife.com. All right, so what's so great about it? They hand-select products for you so, so you don't so get overwhelmed. For the indecisive out there, you don't have to go to a superstore and be like, oh, my God, what do I get? The Benoit balls, the anal beads, you know, which type of anal? There's right, 400 get, different types of anal beads. You get the idea. But I got to tell you something. This is approved by me because I have looked at the website and I've... My mother is in love with this website. Because I personally own 50% of the products already. Their whole thing is that they want to take pleasure very seriously. So you can expect that the toys that you get from this website are going to be really high quality. They're going to last you a long time. Here's the best part. They're willing to price match any of the major retailers. And you get 15% off when you mention promo code MOM at checkout. This is, this is going to be the cheapest place for you to buy sex it's toys. It's called Discreet. But it's spelled the German way. D-I-S-K-R-E-T. Adultlife.com. Enter promo code MOM for 15% off. Booyah! I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are open talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son, you know it. He's a stand-up comic, mime, and clown. Together we host a podcast, Sex Talk with my mom, the one that you're listening to. <laughs> I think they figured that out. Where we hope to entertain and, and elucidate sex in today's culture. Elucidate. Yeah. How do you like that? Okay. Illuminate will work too. Illuminate, elucidate. It's a confusing thing right now. Masturbate. And, you know, we, we do this podcast. Fornicate. We do this, we do this podcast to, to give you some laughs and some education. Today is one, I think, I know I say this a lot. Here we go. It your, really is. Your favorite one. Yes. It's it, so good. It is. It is. It's talk about it. You may not find it as funny as usual, but it certainly is. No, no. That's why I like it. It's both funny and educational. Yeah. We have an incredible team team of guests. They call themselves the pleasure mechanics. They are sex educators to the core. They have courses online that I've taken that are unbelievable. Which is how you became such an authority in sex. Yes. And and just by talking to these people, I mean, you're going to learn so much about this episode in particular. Okay, so their name is The Pleasure Mechanics. They have a podcast called Speaking of Sex, uh, and their names are Chris and Charlotte. So let's start with that. They're, oh, they're, they're a lesbian couple. They're married. A, yeah, they, they have, have a child. child. Yeah. They talk about that. Uh, but in particular, they gave us, it basically is anal 101. <laughs> Not anal sex, but, but anal play. play. So 
You're going to learn more about your asshole than you've ever dreamed possible. <laughs> if you thought you might be interested in some anal stuff, or even if you haven't even considered it, now is the time to listen up. You're going to listen up and figure that out. But if, if it's a little too risque for you, you will also love the fact that they are mas- they're professional. They're sens- certified masseuses. Mas- masseurs. Is that the masseuses. Word? masseuses. Masseuses is the, a female. Well, whatever. They are... Uh, incredibly gifted at the art of massage and erotic massage erotic massage and you know massage to me is essential to foreplay and it really makes that transitional period between doing the laundry and having a penis within you and have a little uh, tra- <laughs> there's a little transitional is that what you think of sex a penis within you there okay so, uh, uh, organ uh, what are we talking about here? She's had a long day. This is getting me very confused. Basically, I'm trying to say that it's it's a good transition and it's a good amount of it's great to have that foreplay. It's a great thing to have that foreplay. This day, this whole episode will teach you just that. And we talk about the importance of slow sex and relaxation, which is critical if you want to have good sex. Absolutely, these people are so gifted at that, and you will learn a lot. And you have to. If you want to see those special videos, you got to go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and just donate a few dollars and you'll be getting the inside scoop. Uh, I, I want to say we have a new hotline. If you haven't texted us or called us, please do send us just any thoughts. Literally, our, our just no dick pics, please. No dick pics. Our, you we, we get messages. This is a message that we got on our on our hotline. It says, love the show, Cam and Karen. No question as of yet, but just wanted to send some love from Canada. This makes our day. It did. It and it opens day. up a conversation that we can have with this person, and we go back and forth. And I do love the country of Canada. We Podcasting can be such a lonely thing for us, mm-hmm. for the podcasters, because you, we don't get to communicate with the people... You know, we, oh, we get to talk to you, but yeah. we don't. We don't get to hear from you. It's a one-way street. So basically. this texting allows us to connect with you. We want to connect with you. We will respond to your texts. Yep. You may not want to hear what we have to say, but we will respond. <laughs> so our number is. Yes, text mom. You remembered it. If it's I can remember, easy. you guys can remember it. Yes, yes text, text mom. mom. And all you have to do is add us to your contacts. Yes, text mom and. Give us a little text. Right. Or if you don't want to text and you want to make a phone call, you can just dial the number right into your phone. It goes to our voicemail, uh, which and we'll, we will respond via text, and uh, it'll be a great day. All right. Enough of that. On to the show. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the pleasure mechanic D's. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long day. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Chris and Charlotte of the Pleasure Mechanics. Well, Woo-hoo! the Pleasure Mechanics. Mm. Very excited to have you here. Thank <laughs> you. Very happy to be here. This is our first recording in the studio. Mm. In our new podcast studio. It's lovely. It feels very very peaceful with you guys here. Mm. <laughs> well, we've decided that your voices are a lot more calming than mine. Mm. <laughs> My voice is not a calming voice. <laughs> Do you guys have experience like singing or... No, no. I mean, you, you both have beautiful voices. And Charlotte Thank has a cool English Thank accent. You. There is a whole nation of me, but 
<laughs> only one of you, honey. <laughs> so I first got connected with you guys mm. in 2014, I believe, when I was interviewing you for my Karen Lee Potter show. Mm. And I loved the mm. content. I mean, and we made two videos out of it, but it could have been like two hours worth mm. because you guys taught me so much. Mm. And I specifically like, and I can I just shout out my first question at you? Mm. I, I mean, <laughs> is when you were talking about using the art of massage, it, it's so important mm. to to find out about foreplay and to use the art of massage as a way to like get away from the whole, like just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type sex. Mm -hmm. So can Mm -hmm. you explain a little about how you guys started Mm -hmm. thinking that way and explain how that works? Yes. Well, we met 11 years ago now and Charlotte was my student in a somatic sex education course. But before she that, had amazing boundaries, it wasn't yes. until many months. I was going to say, I just really like to put Teacher, that out there. Student kind yes, of thing. I initiated okay. way off to the course. <laughs> just like so. Okay. Um, so we met in the sex education world, but one thing we both had in common was massage training. And when we got together in relationship, I think we really solidified our belief in massage being the missing piece in so many people's lovemaking. Uh. You need to be relaxed to get aroused. And when we try to transition from a stressful day of work, from day-to-day life, from our to-do lists, right into lovemaking, often people can't get aroused fast enough before they lose interest or feel humiliated or ashamed. But when you start with massage, you get that transitional period. And you have other kind of rituals and ways of getting Mm. into the erotic zone. Um, But as a shared practice almost all of our lovemaking over 11 years. And what we really encourage other people to do is massage, full body massage, and then transition to erotic touch. So yes, it is one of the backbones of our practices and what we like to share with others. Um, I could talk for five hours about why (laughs) massage is such an important part of the erotic life, but... And I saw massage being really essential. I start in my early 20s, I was an erotic masseuse for five years. Erotic masseuse. Yeah. I love it. Wait, that. what is an erotic Paint masseuse? Paint a picture there. Yeah. yeah. So you arrive and um, you, you get, okay, so you arrive, we greet, and then why, wait, I. Why are you red off- in the face right now? <laughs> I'm just remembering. No. Um, So then we get naked, the person and me, and then you get a full body massage. I get horny every time I get a massage. Male, female, it doesn't matter to me. And then you turn over and then you get another like half an hour, 45 minutes on all on cock massage, but then like integrating it all in the rest of the body. So you're kind of massaging all of your, the rest of your body as well. Deeply relaxed. So then you're kind of playing with edging (laughs) and um, kind of bringing with edging. Yeah. Bringing the close to orgasm and oh then my massaging God. all around the rest of the body and then returning back and then and then finally <laughs> they come but I feel like I heard <laughs> over and over and over again this is better than sex and it's not because I was well no I was really talented at it but I think it's partly the 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 process the process of like allowing the body to fully relax mm-hmm. and just sink into the sensations and be present to the body it i mean you're of course touching the whole body and it, it wakes up the whole body and then and then and then when you build the arousal on top of that 
of course you can feel more and sense more and then the sensations are just stronger so I really feel like men and women and I think culturally we think of women as needing this kind of full body touch before they can feel all right Why, why is that by the way um, I think because we shortchange men in our in sexuality and we think as long as they come and they can come quickly, then that's good enough mm-hmm. because we have this kind of very scarcity based idea of sex that like if they can get it, that's good enough. But I think men, we, there's, there's such a richer sexuality that men can experience also. So I think it's really important that we don't shortchange them and like also allow them to really sink into the sensations and receive touch and see how much more glorious their orgasms can be. Because men are in such a damn hurry to get down there. And right. not, not camp. I'm not saying you. No, <laughs> no. I mean, it's interesting. The, I had to learn by my own that orgasms are different for me. Like mm-hmm. sometimes they're way more powerful than mm-hmm. others, especially if there's massage going on yeah. and a ton of foreplay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think guys are told that growing up. They're kind of right. like, oh yeah, if you get your dick wet, that's that's enough. That's right, great. right. That's that's the goal. Yeah, the, that's goal, the goal has been achieved. Yeah, but it's garbage. Right. Don't listen to that. Right. Well, we're, well, I th- what the pleasure is, I mean, pleasure is, I think, the goal. Right. For, and so you can extend that and expand that, and that's an ever increasing quality and quantity that's that's i mean mean, it's just an it's an adventure that one can go on forever well i like what you said to me in uh, back in the day Mm. in 2014 about how and not every sex act has to or any massage or sexual you know exchange has to enter end up being uh, sex intercourse Mm -hmm, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be you can Mm -hmm. just massage each other and not go there Mm -hmm. i found that that doesn't that didn't typically work with my partners. If you start massaging, it ends up going there. But, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to. It's like what you were saying about, I think Chris yeah. was saying about a menu. You can order from the menu. Mm-hmm. You remember saying that or not? The buffet. <laughs> yeah, a buffet. I yes. use a lot of food metaphors. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. I mean, so many couples have a set course. They have a routine. And if you're not in the mood for intercourse, you tend to say no to all of it. Right. And how do we instead create an open-ended structure where one person can initiate fearlessly and the other can get really clear in their body what they're in the mood for. And when you start with massage, sometimes you find that just that massage and then drifting off to sleep is perfect. But other times, desires will come forth in that state of relaxation. You then can sense into your body and say, you know what I'd really like is a spanking, Mm. right? And ask for that specifically. Or tonight, what I really am in the mood for is to be pleasured. I don't have the energy to give. Are you up for going down on me? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, how do we create these open-ended conversations and be confident enough to talk to our partners before, during, and after sex? So we open up this galaxy of options. Um, too many people are rejecting sex and rejecting their partner, which ends up being very emotionally wounding simply because they're not in the mood for intercourse. And Or they're not in the mood for intercourse yet. Yes. Or, right? they're not, or they have it in their mind that's going to be like an hour and they don't want to spend an hour because they want to go to bed. <laughs> so they think, well, I better just say Game no. Game of Thrones is on in 30 minutes, right. honey. What you got? Yeah. Yes. And let's just do it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. You know, And then you end up going like a week or two at a time without having sex because you're so thinking it's got to be this big, long, long drawn out thing. I was also, when I was younger, I was totally ignorant. I remember I, I have a friend who's a lesbian and she was telling me about her sex life. Mm. And she was like, "Oh, yeah, we don't have, we don't use dildos, we don't have any penetration." Mm. And I was like, "That's how you, how can you even say sex. you're having sex? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the hell is that?" And I had two guys saying the same thing to me that they never ever had penetration; they just only 
went down on each other and that was it and and mm-hmm. i was i was completely ignorant and she was really mm-hmm. the one that was like wait no this is totally a, a sexual act what are you talking about mm-hmm. so that, right. i think that's well, a huge thing to you know work. if we start thinking about sex as orgasm or sex as pleasure instead of sex as penetration right mm-hmm. because as culturally we just think of it as penis to vagina intercourse and that is sex but if we start thinking about women's pleasure and centering that then it becomes a, it looks different yeah it's it's what can bring her pleasure and then what can bring him pleasure? And yeah, it's a different a different lens. I, I have a question about this erotic zone. Mm. Yes. So I was in, I did a float tank for the first time mm. the oh, other fun. day. Mm. Nice. This is, for our listeners, a float tank is where you're, it's, it's also considered a, a sensory deprivation mm. tank where they, you're in this little enclosed capsule. You're in like a little pool of water that's your body temperature. And there's like, lights on when you get in but then they go off um there's music when you get in but then it goes off so you it feels like you're dead or in the womb or in outer space did you like it i meant to ask you loved it Mm. would i like it or would i freak out well so the first 20 minutes i was freaking out (laughs) it's very (laughs) nerve-wracking because you're like "Uh, what if i die uh, am i dead and what if you drown Mm. yeah but then Afterwards, you're so relaxed mm. because you have none of the stimuli that I found myself like easily getting aroused. You like, got aroused easily. when you went in the flotation tank. <laughs> Not actually, yeah. While I was in there, <laughs> yeah. Which was surprising. Mm. And then I was like, but it, it's not that surprising. In such a state of relaxation, mm-hmm. pleasure can arise. Mm-hmm. So what exactly. is this about the relationship between relaxation and pleasure that is so... Mm. Why are they so necessary for each other? Mm. That's a good a big part of it is the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. So most people live in a state of stress. Mm. And the sympathetic nervous system is the fight, flight, or freeze mode. Right. If a predator's coming at you, those are your options. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, our predators are the notifications on our phone, our email queue, what's going on at work, Whoa, all of the to do yeah. lists that create that chronic stress state. And the more we're stressed out, the harder it is to get into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is why a CEO can go on vacation and still be stressed out. Mm. Right. Their mm. system is trained to be on alert. And if you're running from the lion, your body is not focused on getting aroused. Right. Right. It's a a reinvestment of resources that doesn't make sense. You need to be in a relaxed, open state in your body for arousal to really emerge. Mm -hmm. And we, in our culture, are losing practice on how to get there. And this is, again, going back to massage. How does a couple willfully enter that state together so they can be in a state of pleasuring one another, getting aroused, whatever that looks like in that moment? Um, so for you going into a state of full body relaxation, it doesn't surprise me at all that you would get an erection during that state. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you got massaged before, we've talked about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, it's relaxing yeah. and someone's touching me. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a two-four. It's a big, it's a one-two punch right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but practicing pleasure, practicing getting relaxed in your entire life. And I've just been working on mindful sex. I'm really focusing on what is that practice of willfully getting relaxed so pleasure can arise in your life and pleasure of all kinds culinary pleasure connecting with a friend and we're not rushing through life anymore Mm -hmm. so beautiful practice massage charlotte really loves self-massage and dance to get into that state Mm. Um, so finding what works for you for some people they want to sweat other people want to sit still Mm. but what will get you into a relaxed open state in your body 
before you're scheduled to meet your lover for your date, before you're scheduled to get naked in bed together. So you kind of do some of that work on your own and in a self-care practice before relying on your partner to totally relax and then arouse you. Right? Yeah. Because we think about that with dates all the time, right? Like you get you get you have the idea that if you're newly dating someone, that you'll prepare yourself mm-hmm. um, and be in a good state and be your best self. But in a long-term relationship, the idea that you would prepare um, to be ready for sex is kind of a foreign idea. Yeah, but like, I th- uh, you know, like you said, 30 minutes Game of Thrones time, let's get moving. Right, this. right. But I feel like to really have great sex we do need to transition from a stressed state into a relaxed state. And if you're trying to do that just in sex, it's going to take longer and it's not going to feel as good because mm-hmm. if we can get into a deep state of relaxation before, it's just, you're going to be able to then in the sex part feel better and mm-hmm. it's going to, the orgasms are going to be stronger. And But it's, you're just going to be able to get deeper because your brain will already be a little bit switched off and you're more in that like pleasure zone. Totally. So if you are already good at focusing and meditating... You'll probably be easy. It's easier for you to get in a relaxed state. Totally. But we can all practice that no matter where we right. are. Hmm. Absolutely. But I do think it's essential. Chris, I've had some conversations with you over the past few months. And every time I talk with you, it seems like you're very, like, very calm, zen. <laughs> what do you do to, <laughs> even right now, you're like, oh, it doesn't feel like you need to talk that much. Like, you're kind of at peace. What? <laughs> Are you or is it all another? Is it a general vibe yeah, you get from you? Totally. So what is yeah. it? What do you do to mm. get there? I do a lot of breathing. Breathing, yeah. breathing is a core practice for my own mindfulness practice, for my sex practice, for daily life, life with a three-year-old. Mm. Um, I really focus on a lot of breath work. Um, in daily life, if I'm standing in the queue at the supermarket and I start getting stressed out, I immediately go into a breath practice. So I try to keep myself relaxed. Um, I'm also now dealing with chronic illness. And so mm-hmm. that demands a certain level of embodiment and learning how to relax and regulate my stress. Um, because stress will make me feel worse. And that's true for all of us. But when you're sick, it comes into very clear relief. That, mm-hmm. Um, we're not doing ourselves any favors by being stressed and underslept and, you know, working too hard. Um, living with Charlotte is definitely a benefit. <laughs> she is um, a constant source of joy and pleasure. So I think mm. in our relationship... You guys are too cute. I can't stand <laughs> I, I just... It, it, it's unfortunate that this is a listening mm. podcast because mm. if you see the little love between them and their little <laughs> smiling faces at each other, is adorable. Yeah, the culture in your relationship matters. And Mm. we don't often talk about how to create Mm. a culture in a relationship with your lover, but also your family, your friends, to support well-being, to support calmness and joy. Um, But that's something that we really focused Mm. on. Yeah, Um, we're the pleasure mechanics. So we have to walk our walk and talk our talk. Is that how it goes? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and so we really prioritize pleasure um, and focus on stress relief i guess yeah. so let's get into it okay let's get to <laughs> she's like she's like let's yeah. get sexy yeah it doesn't love stuff my mother who's always in a relaxed state wants to get right into it <laughs> i'm so relaxed right now i just can't even handle it so i need to like <sighs> rev it up a little let's talk about <laughs> i want to talk about the mm. whole like i remember last time you told me you start with the whole butt because you want to warm up the butt before anything else why are you why are you cringing i'm more interested in the mindful sex but we can go to the butt first the butt. they're very right. connected. Connected. mindful butt okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah
So why the butt? Yes. All right. Well, full body massage, you relax and get into your body, start feeling sensations, focusing on your breath. Butt massage is, for me, that transition between full body massage and arousing massage. The butt, it's one of the central muscles of the body. So deep, penetrating massage of the butt just feels good. Um, Often professional masseuses skip it or rush through it because it is so intimate. Um, When you massage the butt, you send a ton of blood flow to the genitals, and arousal is blood flow. So for men and women, getting more blood flow into the whole pelvis is a win. Um, And then with certain techniques, you can send vibrations through the entire flesh of the butt. So you're actually bouncing the muscles off the bones of the pelvis and then shaking all of the genital tissue into the bones. Oh right? my well, God. what does that mean? Okay. <laughs> um, so if you think about your right genitals, now. the clitoris and the penis both have a lot of internal tissues, right? And that's where a lot of the nerve endings is. And so as you're massaging and as you're vibrating the pelvis, you are bouncing those tissues off the bony structures of the pelvis and starting to create arousal. So it's a way of stimulating your fingers aren't on the clitoris right, yet. Right, right. You're not touching the dick, but as you're moving the pelvis, you're getting sensation building and people of all genders will find a good butt massage to be highly arousing. Right. Oh and it's almost like yeah. it, it, the more that, that you know nothing is going to happen like in your head, yes. the more that your mind feels it's like a tease. Mm. So like, you mm. know, like, oh, well, not, nothing genital will be stimulated mm. by like your masseuse. Mm. But then next thing you know, you're feeling very aroused mm. because of that idea. Right. And of course, in couples massage, when you're doing this with your lover at home, you have totally different rules, right? So you're not in a professional massage setting. And so you can start integrating the full body and going from butt massage to a little bit of pubic bone massage and working your way in. And one of the pleasure mechanics concepts we like to talk about is going from broad to focused and then focused to broad. So full body, butt genitals right you're working your way in and creating that that anticipation it's a nice thing to keep in mind and then when you're at the vulva you start broad start with the whole vulva and then you get more and more focused and then you're working really with the clitoris and then you can broaden your way back out Um, same thing with the penis with the anus whatever part you're trying to stimulate if you think about broad focus broad in your head it'll kind of give you a structure to start touching that Oh wow! I like that. What mm-hmm. hip? So I'm interested. You you say you go out. You go from broad to focus, and then focus to broad. Mm-hmm. Well, do, it's like a tease. But when you're going out, isn't mm-hmm. all? Isn't it already kind of over? It's it's over and done with, mm-hmm. or maybe not. Never. I mean, I think, I, think <laughs> this is where, never done. <laughs> I think this is where you're playing with the edging for men and women. You're ah. playing with like expanding expanding the pleasure into your whole body so that mm. you are feeling more sensation in the whole body so the orgasm will be more full-bodied oh, instead of just of genital um anally yeah you have to take a glove off or you use one hand that is not <laughs> wait let's go ass, specifically but, into anal um, anal what, what are you saying you want to take that on, Chris? What about anal? What about you want to well, go? I mean, Charlotte brought it up. I'm just like, mm. okay, you can't mm. throw that out without me going, why, what? Mm. Mm. Tell me more. Are you a fan of anal? Anal sex? Yes. I haven't done it that much. Yeah. Um, Are you so, a fan, Cam? You've never done it? <laughs> You've never had your prostate played with? Oh, speaking of that, funny that 
that you bring that up. Oh, We're going to get back to this in a minute, okay? Just remember this, that. You can't be a seasoned sex podcaster and Come not get prostate time, play. Time, time. Wait, wait. you got to hear this. Mm. So I've been doing a lot of research for our collective about uh-huh. different yeah. sex toys and, and, mm. and talking to different manufacturers, and I've come across male prostate massagers. Yes. And I'm oh, like, yes. what the hell are these things? Mm. <laughs> They're not talked about. Then I start reading. There's like... The orgasm that you can achieve with a male prostate, I guess a prostate massager, because mm. only men have prostates, is going to be... Well, th- no, is that not true? Well, some people call the G-spot area the female prostate. Right, it's the right, same right. anatomy, but yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's apparently the, the orgasm is supposed to be three to ten times more pleasuresome or powerful than just a normal or, like, yeah. penis yeah. orgasm or whatever. So... This is because you're stimulating the whole pelvis because the penis goes deep into the body. So when you are stimulating all that area, you're actually getting the whole penis. The rest of the time, you're only getting part of the penis because oh, you're just focusing wow. on what's outside. Is one piece of it. I, it's the, just the stalk is the penis yeah. and that's it. No. There's the whole thing. I know. There's so much more. Isn't it so exciting? It's the tip so of the iceberg. Exciting. It yes. is. That's exactly. And the same with the clitoris. Yeah, it is the tip the of the iceberg. Spot, right? It's like there's so much more erectile tissue inside the body, oh, wow. which is why we need lots of foreplay and warm up because it takes most women 20 to 30 minutes to actually warm up all of the erectile tissue inside their body before it, so it, to get fully engorged, to get turned on. So yeah. if you're having sex without without that then it's just not going to feel as good it's because you're not erect so imagine having having sex without having an erect penis that's what yeah. a lot of women are having sex Whoa. right and then we're wondering why it doesn't feel so good 20 to 30 good. minutes women did you hear that 20 foreplay. to 30 yeah. minutes of you know, foreplay like, yeah. unimaginable you what she just said yes of course that's my point <laughs> that's the most amazing concept i've heard in a long time why? i always say that the clit is a mini penis yeah, yeah it but, is. You, but you never i never thought of that yeah. like oh that's it's like having sex with an yeah. erection yeah a lack of erection oh my god and this is a again where men have been sold short right the narrative we have about male sexuality is so limited and because of a lot of homophobia Mm -hmm. and trying to keep men as real men and this toxic masculinity culture we deny men the full experience of their sexuality we cut them off from the anus completely and make Mm. all sorts of are you blaming women for this or there's a culture in general i'm blaming culture totally more Um, more men more other men i think yeah men including my boyfriend i mean i asked him recently if he would use a a dildo in his prostate and he said fuck no and that's because like what does it mean about him it means that yes that's what he was concerned about i'm sure i didn't even go any further i just text him that that's a text the normal but even again the images we have of like going to a dildo like a dildo is not a great tool for stimulating the prostate what's much better is a finger really right and your own or someone else's your own or someone else's oh wow wait you can reach a lot of guys start with prostate masturbation long before they ever get up the courage to ask their partner for it um a lot of the pleasure is just external and this is men and women, all genders. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's one. When you ask yeah. me if I like anal, I like anal play more than I like yeah. the actual dick and ass yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, that counts as anal sex. If you're going down on someone and you can create extra sensation with anal massage, why not? And a lot of people never want penetration, but then one finger of penetration is much different than pegging or full anal intercourse. And we need to have this whole menu of options open for us and have the skills to do it well. Because um, is just putting a dildo in your ass going to give you a 10 times stronger orgasm? No. It might actually uh, cause pain. Uh, okay. um, but Noted. A great yeah. anal yeah, massage. <laughs> a butt massage followed by lots of external. And that might take a few weeks before you ever even want 
a finger inside, right? And you have to definitely use lube because that, that yeah. is not a natural uh, it secreting. It doesn't yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so these are the skills involved, right? Knowing how to do it, how to talk about it as a couple. But then you have a whole new range of options to play with as a couple which is so fun and as a man to experience penetration and to know what that feels like makes you a much better lover much more attentive and you get to discover the internal penis which is about one third of your entire penis is inside your body and you stimulate that plus the external anal stimulation plus a great hand job while this is all going oh on oh my god and your entire sexual system is now activated yeah because otherwise it's just like half in the front right so it's like you're, <laughs> the whole thing yeah wasn't it two yeah. thirds of the penis I, is inside you said one third doesn't matter your mileage will vary. Yeah. But some men are, they're amazed when they get that internal penis because more of theirs is inside, right? Like, just like the clitoris, more men, um, men are more or less external, right? Um, and some men, as they age or gain weight, the penis gets retracted. And so they have kind of a shrinking penis. Have you ever heard this from guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. A, a guy, yeah. especially if they gain weight, they say, oh, my, yeah. my penis got mm-hmm. small, mm-hmm. smaller. And there are external ways of doing this too, right? There's prostate massage techniques you can do externally before you ever touch the butt. Um, But just knowing what your anatomy is all of a sudden gives you a map of where you can experience pleasure, right? The more we know about how our bodies work, the more we have a pathway to more pleasurable destinations. So The owner's manual. So many questions. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. should I buy sex toys? Where should I buy sex toys? We all want to know where to buy sex toys, and we have the answer for you. It's called discreetadultlife.com. By the way, discreet is spelled D-I-S-K-R-E-T. Okay, this is the best place to buy sex toys because they choose only the finest, highest quality sex toys. They take them very seriously. And a very take... limited amount. They don't overwhelm you like some of these superstores do. You don't know, you know, walk oh, into I, that. You know how indecisive I get when I walk into a goddamn superstore. I happen to glance over the front page of Discreet, and I have 50% of their products. You got so excited when you saw the front page. I couldn't believe it. Well, you almost poured water all over our microphones. This is the best part. They price match. Plus, you get 15% off when you enter promo code MOM, meaning this is the cheapest place to buy the highest quality sex toys. Is this unbelievable? It's a great deal, and it's great quality. It's a twofer. Go to discreetadultlife.com, enter promo code MOM. That's D-I-S-K-R-E-T, adultlife.com. What about that the, the gland though the the prostate say, gland because yeah. the, the, we were looking at the, the, you know how to do it and they said you got to leave this I don't know this, it was a massage a prostate massage yeah, and you got to put it in for twenty minutes and try to hit the prostate gland that sounded like a difficult task it mm. does sound like a big investment mm-hmm. what's going on there. <laughs> I feel like this is where it's easier with your hands because you can feel. You can feel the sensations. You can feel the pulsing. You can feel where it is. I mean, we, this is where we just go for massage. And this is like with erotic massage that I used to do. This is what I would do all the time. This was my specialty. So focusing on prostate massage while doing cock massage. So you're activating the whole thing at once. And it's really the easiest way for partners to explore this. I Wait, think with can hands, you explain what you're talking about? You, you, when you were doing this... yeah. Is it, this is like were you and I like a what quote unquote happy ending massage? Yeah, type it's of thing? like that, but I think a little bit more. I mean, t- absolutely, that's what it is in England or and here. No, here, here in California. In California. But, um, but I think that it becomes a many more... years ago. The service is no longer on the menu. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no contacts, please. Um, so yes, yeah. But I think that 
that's what we call it again in short changing it but i think that it can be a like absolute divine erotic experience which i don't think happy ending necessarily you don't think of that anyway it's a glorious thing that i think everyone should do at home and this is one of these things i think couples should absolutely do because it's so low um impact for the giver and i think it creates this gorgeous experience but it isn't you're not having to like Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But it's a great practice, I think, for couples. So Erotic massage. Erotic massage. And for men, that can include prostate massage. Yes. With simultaneous penis stimulation. Right, which is easiest to do when somebody's on a massage table or on a bed. And then you can use two hands and you can feel, and then you can, you know, work the prostate as you're working the penis and then get the orgasm all going at the same time. But you wear a glove when you're doing that? Uh, For the ass. Yeah, not for the... the, You can. But you can do both if you want. Mm -hmm. But I would always have one for the for the hand that was in the ass then the other hand can go all over the the cock and then the chest and you know <laughs> I, I do have a specific question related to that yeah so th- i had one sexual encounter that what? involved a uh or an erotic massage mm-hmm. yeah and we were like oh what if what if we try putting our fingers in each other's butts mm-hmm. and we're like all right we'll try it out and she tried to do this to me and she got very little in because it yeah, was our tense. very mm-hmm. un- mm-hmm. tense and mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And then the rest of the day, her fingers smelled like my ass. <laughs> and it was horrible. Like, honestly, I felt so bad for her because I was like, I don't know. It's my shit. I smell my All shit. All you had to do was wear gloves, she just said. She didn't know to wear gloves. Yeah. All right, so, now yeah. we're going to get time, some Every time, is it gloves? I recommend it. I mean, because then, like, nails don't go in there. You don't have to deal with that. I feel like if you want to take it off and you want to get back to doing genital stuff, like, we do really need to be clear that butt stuff should not go near genitals. Yeah. Like, the no cross-contamination. So it is easier to just wear gloves and then take it off. And it just feels like I would be more oh, apt to do it to someone than to stick my finger. I don't know. Just having that extra layer helps. Especially yeah. if you're Hygiene is the number one concern of people before anal play. The most popular site, the most popular page on our entire website is how to prepare for anal sex. Oh, wow. Me and mine too. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Everyone was is obsessed really... with anal. Interesting. Years ago, taboo, there taboo. Was no anal. Now yeah. all of a sudden, everybody's anal. Yeah. Everyone's is poly anal. porn. Poly porn. Andy, am I right? We need to learn how to do it well, and that includes preparation. Um, so you probably, and you don't always have to prepare, but if you want to eliminate hygienic concerns preparation is really important do you mean like taking an enema or you mean like just well you need to know first of all poop is not stored in the rectum so the part you touch and even fuck with a penis that's the rectum and poop is does not live in there oh that's a good note it's really good to know right yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's important i think we have this image of we get past the sphincters and it's like this wall of poop (laughs) that's what i was figuring yeah (laughs) right and anyway sometimes you end up farting a lot afterwards yeah, you get relaxed. Air, air in there. Yeah. If someone farts in bed with me, I say, thank you for relaxing. Oh. <laughs> you know, we need to get past a lot of our um, misconceptions and fears about anal play. Um, because How do you? How do you... Like, I, I don't think I can get my boyfriend to think about it. Because mm-hmm. he's so, like, in this ingrained, if I have a finger in my ass... Or maybe not a finger, but if I have a dildo on my ass, I must be gay. Well, don't start with the dildo. Yeah, can you just start with a little... Would he be open to just like a little bit of circling around the sphincter while he's getting head or... Yeah. Gay men love lots of that's things. That's a good point. That's what yeah. yeah. and is not ready to give up. I'm thinking, well, I yeah. have gay friends who do this. Why the, they get tons of pleasure. Yeah. Why wouldn't I get the same pleasure? Because of homophobia. you open-minded, because, Yeah. Of course. No, yeah, of yeah. Course, yeah. This podcast. This podcast yeah, has yeah. made him very open-minded. But this narrative also comes out of the person that's penetrated is feminized. 
mm-hmm. and not as valuable, right? There's so many narratives of misogyny and homophobia we need to unpack to enjoy more anal sex, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and what it means for you to be a man. And some people like playing with that and playing with the gender role play of pegging, right? So and women exaggerating that on a cock and, and becoming the, the penetrator, right? That can be really arousing. Or... For me, a man receiving prostate massage with a powerful erection, totally in his pleasure, is one of the most sexy masculine images mm. of men I have after mm. doing this with hundreds of men. And hundreds men get men. in touch with their virility. They get in touch with how much pleasure they're capable of, of the ability to sustain an erection for 20, 30 minutes in this relaxed way. And it strengthens masculinity in my mind. It makes you a more powerful lover, more in touch with your body, more equipped to penetrate other people with finesse and grace. <laughs> so I love giving this as a gift to straight men. Our first project together was yeah. about prostate massage. It's always been the backbone of what we do. Um, and now, you know, we oh, have wow. courses on all of these kinds of touch and kinky sex and all these things. But for me, teaching men how to enjoy their full sexual anatomy is one of my greatest pleasures in life. Oh, it's very wow. sweet. Yeah. Unlock something for men. It changes men as sexual beings. Wow. I think it's part of the solution. So you're not gay guess. if you like to get your prostate massage. Let's no. get that clear, okay? <laughs> and even no, if you no, are, that's no. fine. How and even that? if you are, yeah. that's fine. But yeah. the point is that it doesn't it shouldn't change your feelings about your masculinity or make you any less yeah. of a man. And there's so many ways it can look right. Totally. So can yeah. you give us this step, the step-by-step process of how you, I know that involves a lot of massaging and yeah. then in aisle. Do you kind of just feel it? Huh? Explore about play. Yeah. Um, so I think first do it on your own. I would highly recommend um, do it as part of masturbation. So you can ease into it, figure out what it feels like. And start external, right? Start in the shower with a little bit of soap on your finger and just touch your butt and take a deep breath and notice how it feels. Like overcome that part of the fear. Get to know it yourself. And then with a circling the sphincter, like it's a circle, just circle around the sphincter. You're talking for men and women, they should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Ideally, just start there. Ashes are the great unifier. We all have one (laughs) and they respond pretty much the same. Right. So when we talk about this is for everyone Um, and with a partner, for me, you always have to say we're going to explore external. We're not going inside So make that a rule. Like we're not penetrating today, no matter how much you want it. You could be begging me to go inside. I'm not going inside. And by taking that off the table, you can totally relax into external stimulation, Mm. knowing the finger's never going to slip inside. And I think pairing it with something that you know that you already like. So whether that's fingering or going down on someone. Yeah. So it's like something that you already know that you love in your body. And then you're just adding external touch so that you're kind of getting used to it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That it's not this totally foreign thing that you're doing. It's just a little addition. And some people will explode into arousal. This part of their body is touched. And it's like, where has this been all my life? I'm feeling super turned on. Other people experience numbness. Some people feel a little bit nauseous at first because it is triggered with so much shame and poop jokes and people have baggage in their asses, unfortunately. So I was, <laughs> oh, emotionally. Emotionally, yes. I don't know how that sounded. Yeah, yeah. Your ass. yeah. Shame on you. Yeah, and so much shame about, like, does it smell? Did I wipe okay? Is there toilet paper stuck to me? Like, getting all of those things. Oh, right. Mainly is there poop that people are so yeah, freaked out that they may poop thing. on the person. Yeah. I but do. if you can be in that vulnerability together as a couple, it can also be super arousing and exciting just to be doing something new after all these years. Mm-hmm. Together. Yeah, yeah, like, I think Initiating. that's what initially, I, the reason I liked it at the beginning is because it is so taboo. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. 
It's, <laughs> Some people say to us, don't take the taboo away because it'll be less fun. Oh, you know, right. for me, like relieving the shame yeah. and getting educated about it, still play with the taboo if you want. It'll still be <laughs> dirty and naughty and you nasty slut that's doing this. If you want to play with that, go for it. <laughs> but do it well and with good techniques so you don't hurt each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. If you rush in, so there's two anal sphincters. There's the external and the internal. The external, you can open and close on your own. You have conscious control over it. The internal sphincter, you do not have conscious control over. And so the body has to want penetration before that opens. And this is so important because this is where people will rush through it and this is where it hurts. It's one or two knuckles in. And if you feel tension in that area, the body is not ready for penetration. Once the body says, yes, this feels good, I want this, and it opens that up, penetration should never be painful. Like anal sex never has to have a moment of pain. Oh wow! But you have to be if relaxed. Right. If you're not relaxed, yeah. it's, it is going to be painful. Relax, slow, loop. All of these techniques um, guarantee a pleasurable experience. Because if you're in there with your finger, you can feel that tension. Then you know your partner's not ready yet, mm. and you back off. You give them more arousal. You're not pushing past any moment of pain or tension. Hmm. And this is where the mindful ass play comes in because you're really <laughs> paying attention you're, and you're, yes. and going slow like this can be so slow like we're talking about you know starting with just going in this far and you're just really breathing one together knuckle one knuckle deep yeah thank you <laughs> sorry um and breathing and feeling because they'll be rippling and you're just paying attention to all the sensations and then you can feel if they if your body will kind of like kind of like sucks you in a little yeah. bit and when it's they like oh they want more what about, you know, like, or it's what like, about no. like using anal beads mm-hmm I think all those things are great, but I'd start with your hand because mm. then you can feel, you can feel more because you, you can't feel as much with that. Like, I think once you know your body and you get a little bit more experience and a little bit more confidence, then, then the toys become like a fun place to keep playing. Mm-hmm. But as a beginner, I think that having that, that feedback of what you're feeling in your hand mm-hmm. is really important. You know what mm-hmm. I found was very helpful is if you face the person as opposed to having, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you don't know what's happening from behind. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like very like unsafe thing then but if you're facing the person then you kind of feel like you have more control especially if you're on top Mm yeah yeah and your partner is able to read your facial cues and notice your breath you feel like you have more control of the actual penetration Mm -hmm. then yeah yeah Yeah. i mean all this raises a lot of questions about who you should be having sex with for me because i'm Mm -hmm. like a lot of people i would not feel comfortable doing this with sure but then again like you know, sex should be something. I, maybe it should be something that is this intimate, intense, mm. long journey together, as opposed to like, "Hey, you want to get off tonight? Mm-hmm. Let's do it." Like, like maybe. I know a person who said that he was with some girl, uh, like a one night stand. He met her. He's like, she's like, "I'm on my period, but you can go on me anally," mm-hmm. and he did. I find that to be so bizarre. Mm. But I guess some mm. people can relax easier in front of other people than yeah, like that that. I don't know. There probably are different ways. Well, people have different feelings. I call it the hierarchy of orifices, right? Some people think oral sex is much more intimate than vaginal penetration. Some people think anal is more or less intimate than oral, right? So everyone has their own. The hierarchy of what? I call it the hierarchy of orifices, right? I love that. It's true. I mean, I always wonder. To me, it's much more intimate to give a blowjob than it is to have sex. Like if right. I was a prostitute, I don't understand why it's more money for actual intercourse than for a blowjob. Because mm-hmm. to me, I, just, I mean, I would, it, it yeah, yeah, yeah it's so personal. Yeah. I would not want to be going down on some gross, disgusting dick as opposed to just like, okay, I'll close my eyes and quickly get this done. <laughs> Yeah, like people have all these. I, I would encourage you not to put a gross, disgusting dick in your vulva either. But 
I would, saying, I would also encourage it, Mom. Wait, I'm just saying if I was a prostitute. Yeah. I would I wish you, you beautiful, wonderful <laughs> penises <laughs> to be anywhere near your I'm just your saying orifices. if I was a prostitute, yeah, that's your I would hierarchy charge of more orifice. money to give a blowjob than to have sex. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that way, that it feels more intimate and more intense. Yeah. And what sex. costs even more sometimes is for men to go down on the sex worker. A lot of sex workers get so many requests for cunnilingus but find it really intimate, right? So Or kissing even. These kinds of intimacy. And, you know, as you were saying, if you're casually dating someone, you might not want to go anal with them. Mm. Um, some people find it easier to get kinky with people they're casual with, and other people find it easier to get kinky in the context and safety of a long-term relationship. That is fascinating. So you yes, get to navigate is. that for yourself. It's part of your sexual adventure. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So do we get do we finish the journey of anal or like are there more steps no, than we have? Yeah, no, we haven't even I mean, started. So we, many. A couple, we, we, were started. A couple, we were a knuckle deep when we last. Well yeah, here's yeah, the yeah. thing, once that internal sphincter relaxes, once you have the communication and the techniques to allow the recipient to totally relax and open into penetration, it's not that much more from two fingers to a phallus to a fist. Oh a fist, yeah. right? Yeah. So the body can relax, like you can get elbow deep in the anus if you want. No, I am not, this is varsity level, but it's varsity level. without injury, without pain, without any you know long term gaping. Oh, All these images. That's we what have. I'm this is a big concern. If yeah, you're fully relaxed, the the body can open and expand and then contract again. It's what it's designed to do. It's when we push past resistance and cause injury that butts can hurt for weeks. And that's no pain at any point in the game. So there is no danger then to having anal sex. You're not going to end up having like when shit well. hanging out of you at all times. As long no. as you communicate and the, your partner agrees that anytime there's a moment of pain, you stop. Yeah. And you pull back. So, so yeah. those situations where you do have gaping or hole, mm, like a yeah. big hole rating, those are when it's done improperly and you force it no. in. No. But this is my question. Gaping, yeah, I mean, gaping a hole and like in porn, that's, that's, that is a... If the person's relaxed, why would that be harmful? So this genre of gaping, and I think they're calling it rosebudding, um, fetishizing anal prolapse, we're seeing this in more and more hardcore porn, and many of those acts can lead to long-term injury. Oh, wow. And that is, it's one of these ways that porn is fetishizing um, activities that probably aren't healthy, safe activities for people at home. Hmm. These are professionals doing like professional stunt level sex acts for the camera. And we need to understand a lot of porn in that context um, that you should not try to replicate. Even the way anal sex is done, where's the foreplay? Where's the finger? Where's the lube? Where's the slow relaxation? Mm. We don't see any of that in porn. Totally. Um, so when done well, the rectum, the anal sphincters can take large penetration and return to their normal state. Some people are prone to hemorrhoids. There are conditions. After birth, you can have conditions that make your anal area less resilient. You get to discover this about yourself. But when you start with <laughs> external massage and a finger, right, you get to discover what your body likes. Does it like big penetration or does it prefer a pinky? Can you right. promise me that I'm not going to start just shitting walking down the street if Guaranteed. I do this? I, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Promise you. And you have the pleasure mechanics courses. You can do this with proper technique mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and on your own terms. Do you want to talk right? about your courses? You're not going to go sit on a dildo tomorrow. Correct. Promise me that. No, I'm no. not. <laughs> Trust me. You don't need to work. This, this, my, mom, my mom has a sculpture with dildos. A big Golf. dick with googly eyes on it. Yes. And a bow tie. Mm. Anyway. So, all right. Yeah. 
So, the other thing I was concerned about is lube inside my ass. Mm. Isn't that... That, is that good for You're you? You're going to use a high-quality organic lubricant. Okay. And it's going to absorb into your mucous membranes slowly, and you're going to you know, go to the bathroom as normal, and you'll never notice that it's there. Water-based or silicon That's a personal choice, right? People like different things. Um, but either way, I would if you're going to go water-based, I encourage you to explore organic lubricant that's not full of chemicals. Oh, I would, I would think that silicon-based has more chemicals because it is silicone. It is it a is. chemical. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. It is a, a man-made compound. Some people react well to it. Some people don't. And some people don't want to use it because it's not organic. and Because yes, all those things me. will get fully absorbed into your, into your skin and, and into your body. And if you're playing with silicone so. toys, you can't use silicone lube. So, you know, different lubes for different jobs. Cool. But different lubes for different jobs. That's right. <laughs> so one other thing. So I, I know we're probably running low on time, but I just want to get to one Already? Of- we're we're almost <laughs> we're almost there. I just wanted to talk about the basic massage mm. techniques. Mm. Like I, I know one of one of the ones that you told me, which really hit home, is that you know your hands do get tired when you're giving a mm. massage, and you had suggested that put your body weight into mm. it. So can you describe that a little bit mm. for full body massage? Yeah, <sighs> well, it depends what way you want to be massaging. You can absolutely if you're if you're with a you know if you're in a couple and you want to be amping up the sexy sexy part i mean you can use your whole body and your chest and move along along the body and kind of glide um but you can also use if you're kind of actually trying to get a bit more of a massage use the use your forearm um i mean we have so many different surfaces we can use to massage you can use knuckles um to and this is great like in the butt cheeks this sort of motion um so that's this is radio i'm sorry i'm sorry i keep forgetting what charlotte is doing uh, thank you is um circle so having your fit making fists and then doing circles using the flat part of your knuckles into the butt cheeks into big muscles this will only work for really big muscles you obviously can't do that around the neck or around along the spine but But, this is why a lot of people give up on massage because they say mm -hmm. oh i give five minutes massage and my hands get tired and the way around that is to massage like a professional massage therapist does because they have to massage for six to eight hours a day so what do they do to not get tired and the main thing is you don't use your hand muscles to create pressure you use your body weight and you're transferring that body weight through your relaxed arm to get the deep pressure on the muscles that people crave and find so satisfying and so when you learn the positions to do that it's almost like doing a push-up you know if you imagine doing a push-up into your lover's butt or the big muscles of their back and then you can work with rocking that body weight back and forth then you have that range of pressure without using your muscles so you, so you can, can be, do that for hours. So you can be straddling their back and then yeah. pushing and sliding, sliding your whole hands um, down their back. So you're really using the weight um, of your palms instead of the strength of your fingers. And this actually brings us full circle about, you know, when we met, mm. we both had a massage background and this was part of our lovemaking. And when we would talk to people and just mention that we're both trained in massage, their faces would kind of melt. And we noticed that people want this for so many people not everyone but for so many people massage is a luxury it's this touch experience that transports them and this was part of our early conversation is why not teach these skills because not everyone's going to go to massage school and spend ten thousand dollars and 
three months of their life to learn I, these skills. I mean, I did it on a Groupon once with my nice. boyfriend. <laughs> that is <laughs> a great massage. date yeah. night. You yeah. used a Groupon on a date. I did. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, it was, it was it for a reason. It has Yeah, it does have yes. its place. I got shamed by my mother for using a Groupon on a date. <laughs> that was for dinner. This is like to... to An experience. The, the two of us together. <laughs> oh, that's so much different. It's a huge... It doesn't turn... It's not a turn off if it's the two of us together. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, sorry. Going. I say if back. someone judges you for using a Groupon, move on. Thank you. Mm. That was me. <laughs> I judged my son on a first date for using a Groupon. It's different than in a long-term relationship. Oh, I mm. found a great idea for some fun, mm. honey. Why don't we go on this Groupon to do a couple's massage? You thought Which? it would make him look cheap for her? You, you for, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Just giving us I do think that. Mm. <laughs> I still feel that way. Mm. But anyway, I did this Groupon with, with couple's massage. Yeah. And at that point, it was like a two and a half hour thing. And then, mm. so one of us had to go first. So he said he'd go first. He would learn how to do it on me. Mm. And then oh, and they had like the professor there massaging like this beautiful model. And the next thing I know, he says, oh, come on over here to my boyfriend. And the two of them are massaging the model. And I'm like, going, what the hell is <laughs> going on? That's not what you signed up for. <laughs> That's not what I signed up for. But I think it did teach us a lot about mm-hmm. different techniques, about kneading. And, and we were supposed to go bit back for another one where I was supposed to be but we never went mm. back when I learned mm. how to do it but whatever mm-hmm. as long as he knows what to do it yeah. doesn't matter <laughs> but yeah we felt it was important that couples learn these skills and learn to do it in a way that's sustainable that for both people when done properly massage should relax both of you mm. you should both feel better at the end than you did at the beginning wow. um, and so that was one of our first courses was couple massage and we go through the full body and we also give people five minute sequences because we don't want to also set this expectation that people are going to be giving each other 90-minute massages every week. That might not happen, especially if you have young kids. But five minutes of good foot massage can do wonders wow. and totally shift your body chemistry, You know, create that moment of communication and intimacy with you and your partner. And then you have the question, what would you like next? I love it. feels that. good to you right mm-hmm. now. I've always said that. Even when I was married, I was like, do you realize... Five minutes mm-hmm. of a massage will get me in the mood no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right? It just all, yeah. It'll trigger it like this. So take that five-minute time, do it, and then we'll always be ready for having sex then. I know, because you've gotten from the stress situation into the relaxed, yes. and then your body is like, ooh, pleasure. Exactly. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> uh, I've taken your courses, in, mm. or I've explored them, and they're, for our listeners, they are unbelievable. If you mm. want to learn anything about sex, mm. go to... Massage sexual massage or any any i mean they have courses on everything yeah. it just released a course on mindful sex they're unbelievable where, where can they where can they find them you can find us at pleasuremechanics.com and let's set up a little promo code for your folks let's set it up so code mom for 30 percent off the <laughs> online it. course of your choice 30 percent off that's a great bargain there mm. do it yeah, better I, than I, a group i cannot I, I can i cannot and your lover will never know you use the discount <laughs> Way to wrap that all in. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot recommend this enough. They are geniuses, mm. and they, it's they're awesome courses. Well, this this whole you. discussion thank is you. like opened my home. Mm. I you know my changed. It shifted my way of thinking. Mm. I, I, I love that. I did have one more question. Yeah. What you mentioned in your course the the full body orgasm. Mm. What is that? Mm. And how do you, no. How do you get there? You didn't. You didn't mention this. Well, I was just saying, full body, full body touch is. Oh, was it's not open. a course, though. Oh, I see. No, but you want to know what a full body orgasm is? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Take it. No, you go for it. There, there was a reference. <laughs> to yes. It. It, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like teaching yeah. or anything. 
Yeah, so full body orgasm. I mean, I do not like everyone creating these like 25 kinds of orgasms that you need to go for, right? Orgasm specifically is a very specific physiological chain response in the body. But the experience of full body orgasm is when your full body is relaxed enough to start receiving arousal. So a lot of people have balloon sex. They focus just on the genitals. The genitals get more and more aroused until they pop, right? What is possible instead is that your whole body kind of becomes a hot air balloon for that (laughs) arousal, right? If you're circulating energy, you're circulating breath, you're circulating sensation, you're touching the full body during any kind of sex, you're aware of the full body, then your full body becomes a vessel for your arousal. And when you have an orgasm, you feel it in your full body. So that's a great barometer of where you're feeling arousal. When you have an orgasm, where do you notice it? Wow. Is it just in your penis? Do you feel a little bit of tingling up your spine? Is it in your fingertips? How's your head feel, right? Like, what is your full body experience of orgasm? Because we can get to the place where our full body has that cathartic release and has that afterglow experience where you are just basking in the arousal. Yeah, it is really awesome to have that. It doesn't Mm -hmm. happen all that often, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it has to do with the amount of time I think that Mm -hmm. you're taking as foreplay. Exactly. And then you start, like, you have tingling at the starting at the base of your toes and then it goes all the way up your body wow. and it's mind-blowing as opposed to like oh is that an orgasm shit yeah and guys can experience this as well yes. toes to crown yeah. yes wow yes is there anything mom can we wrap it up or I, you... yeah i just thought we'd ask mark question oh yeah yeah go for it well have either of you walked in on your parents having sex or your parents walked in on you having sex oh, we always gosh. ask our listeners or your kids mm. Well, they have a three-year-old. If she walked in, I don't think she'd really freak out. (laughs) I have never been walked in on, but my mother found a stash of kinky photography when I was in college. And this was my big outing to her as being kinky and into BDSM because she found my lovely college girlfriend bruised and cuffed and hot waxed and... We had this whole series of Polaroids that she found. Oh, my God. So that was an interesting coming oh my, out moment. How was that with her? She was concerned. She was more concerned about me being kinky than being gay. Really? Um, and I kind of just put it all out there. I was like, I'm going to New York City. I'm going to sex parties. I'm learning to become kinky. This is part of my identity now. What a badass. Um, well, are your parents together? No. No. Um, so it was just my mom's reaction, but we talked through it, you know, by this point I was already running a sex magazine on my college campus and I love the confidence that it's such a young Mm, age that you had. I mean, I I was not like that until Mm. like, I would say five years ago. Mm. I'm still not like that, but go on. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So we worked through it and I just had to, I told her mom, I'm safer at a kinky sex party than I am at a frat house. Yeah, totally. And I knew that in my bones and I just laid that out there and said, you know, I know what Mm -hmm. I'm doing and I feel good about this. I'm sorry you saw those pictures. Um, but it brought you closer together. Yeah. Hmm. And Charlotte, thankfully, no (laughs) to any of it. Um, and I feel really committed to trying to have our daughter not walk in on us. Mm. So we mostly, partake when she's out of the house very intentionally because i feel like i'm not ready for that but your parents never walked in on you having sex no i mean i never did in the house Hmm. that made it easier i guess (laughs) do you guys have anything else you'd like to plug Hmm. 
your podcast? Our podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you can, <laughs> our home is pleasuremechanics.com. You will find everything there. Including but, a free course that is incredible. Quite robust. Yes, definitely enroll in the erotic essentials for our foundation. Um, but we do a weekly podcast called mm. Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. And it is Charlotte and I having con- candid conversations. And then we bring on guests um, every once in a while. and Like ourselves. Yes. yes. Yeah. We're about Coming. to flip the mics. Yeah. So you should, <laughs> if you want, you can hear another whole 45-minute mm. discussion with us on their channel. Mm-hmm. And, and Speaking of Sex. Mm-hmm. Wherever Definitely. you listen to iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. So again, if they want to get that promotional code, mm. it's uh, code mom when you order something at pleasuremechanics.com. Pleasure Indeed. Uh, thank you guys so much thank for, you for coming so on the much. show. This Absolutely. has been awesome. Mm. You guys Every rise. time I'm with you guys, I learn so much. It's crazy. Mm. We'll do it again so sometime. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to you. And for our listeners, if you would like to support our show, can please subscribe to this channel, share it with a friend, write a review. Uh, we would be very, very grateful. And support us on Patreon. And you guys have a Patreon page as well, right? We do. We don't do happy victory dances like you do. I, know. Oh, I love those. <laughs> you like that? I do a little happy dance every time someone subscribes to me on Patreon. I think it's very motivating. So, we might have to take that one up. <laughs> okay. It's patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and patreon.com slash pleasure mechanics. Mm-hmm. Make Karen Lee dance. Oh, <laughs> I'll dance for, if you join either one of them. There you go. Thanks, guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.